Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, October 11th, 541 a.m. Central as I speak here. December corn futures down two and three quarters at 695 and a half. November soybeans down four at 1370. December Chicago wheat down 20 and a quarter at 917 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down 18 and a half at 1005 and three quarters. December spring wheat down 20 at 994 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. As always, do me a favor, leave me a rating, leave me a review on that Apple podcast app. Could always use some more of those. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, uh, hit the like button, leave me a comment. If you've got a crop update, yield update, any sort of opinion on anything that I say here, all those comments help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Uh, very much appreciated as always. If you'd like some additional information from me, guys, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Uh, check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I had a special event invite for my subscriber base. Um, this is an event that I'll be involved in in January. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, Content, uh, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. So Russia launched another round of missile strikes on Ukraine overnight into this morning. Ukraine's air defense systems intercepted Russian missiles across the country. Strikes did land, however, in the southeast, resulting in some casualties. Uh, that's what's being reported. Ukraine's Zelensky said this, the occupiers already cannot oppose us on the battlefield. That is why they resort to this terror. Well, we'll make the battlefield even more excruciating for the enemy, and we will restore everything that was destroyed. Now, following these attacks this week, Ukrainian officials have already called on the West for even more air defense systems, more weapons, more funding. Putin said that this new round of attacks uh, this week was a direct response to the weekend attack on a Russian bridge connecting Russia to Crimea. So this was your reason for the big spike in the wheat market, in the corn market, and probably even the soybean market yesterday. I think that this sort of headline just attracts a lot of outside money. Now, the closes, uh, depending on the market, weren't great. Like the close in the soybean market was not great yesterday, way off of the highs. Uh, the close in wheat was good. The close in corn was okay. Uh, Dease corn was not, however, uh, able to close above that $7 market. Traded up above $7 for a good chunk of the day, finished back below it, and now we're lower this morning. So uh, this escalation certainly attracted some outside money yesterday. Uh, we'll see if they are interested again here uh, later this morning. The third largest U.S. rail workers union rejected a temporary agreement to avoid a strike. So this is the temporary agreement that was brokered by the Biden administration about a month ago back in mid-September. The possibility of a strike in November is now back on the table. In a statement on Monday, the Brotherhood of Maintenance of Way Employees Division of the Teamsters said 56% of its 11,000 workers voted against the agreement. The group is not satisfied with a number of issues, including unpaid sick days and a number of other things. The union's president said this, Railroaders are discouraged and upset with working conditions and compensation and hold their employer in low regard. Railroaders do not feel valued. 
They resent the fact that management holds no regard for their quality of life, illustrated by the stubborn reluctance to provide a higher quality of paid time off, especially for sickness. Associated Press is reporting that the union will delay any strike until five days after Congress reconvenes in mid-November in order to allow time for additional negotiations. So you've got another month here before a strike could occur, but you know this would impact grain movement negatively, of course. And we've seen some of the impacts of this sort of deal uh, with this river situation here recently. And this would just be an, an additional uh, negative item when it comes to you know basis, uh, things along those lines, cash markets. Uh, this would not be good, so we want to avoid this. Brazilian soybean planting has been uh, delayed in some areas. Well-followed private group Ag Rural estimated that the uh, crop was 9.6% planted. Uh, last year was 10.1, so they're not off last year by much. The group said this in a research note. Constant rains and high humidity continue to predominate in Piranha, Santa Catarina, and Mato Grosso de Sul states, preventing further advances of the machines. Uh, in Mato Grosso, Brazil's largest soybean-producing state, they said scant rainfall and low soil moisture limits the pace of planters, especially in the mid-north of the state. So they do have some early season uh, issues here. Despite all of that, every private and public group out there is unanimously pointing to a record crop at this point. Every estimate out there is indicative of a record crop. Now, you do need weather to cooperate. It's very early, but uh, that's what's being reported here this morning. Looking at the weather, uh, we do have a little bit of rain on the radar over parts of, uh, say, southeast Kansas, parts of Missouri, a little bit over Minnesota this morning. Um, I don't know what the amounts are going to be out of this deal. But harvest conditions, uh, corn and soybean harvest conditions in the United States, I would say remain generally favorable. Uh, the most rain anybody in the Corn Belt is going to see here over the next seven days would be parts of Illinois, northern Indiana, maybe Ohio might see might see up to an inch of rain in total over the next seven days. And then if you go west, I mean, the plains from North Dakota all the way down to, say, Oklahoma, almost totally dry. Iowa's going to be mostly dry. Minnesota, mostly on the dry side. So no big sweeping system. So harvest activity uh, should progress here. You go to the uh, 6 to 10, still favoring odds of below normal precipitation for a lot of the Corn Belt. Uh, temperature is going to cool off and run below normal is the expectation. Now, drought remains a big issue. So this is, you know, again, as I've discussed before, it's a double-edged sword. I mean, it's, it's going to allow harvest to progress without any real hiccup. But at the same time, this drought continues to expand. And you've got drought, you know, the whole western half of the country. And now it's expanding into areas of the Delta, into areas of the western Corn Belt, even the central Corn Belt. So this drought is absolutely an issue. Uh, it's going to impact winter wheat production to some extent, could impact row crop production if it goes on long enough when you're talking about next year's crop. Crude oil prices have retreated amid recession fears. So we had a big, a big rally in crude. Your nearby December 22 WTI bottomed near $76 on September 26th. It peaked above 92 yesterday. So that was a big rally. I'll call that the OPEC rally. That rally was associated with OPEC's decision to cut production by 2 million barrels per day. Uh, that contract trading about 88 bucks this morning, give or take. Uh, recession talk is back on the table. You know, if crude's down sharply, they're going to say that's recession talk. Both the World Bank and the IMF were warned yesterday of global recession risk amid ongoing inflation. Some traders also talking about China. I guess they're stepping up their testing programs uh, in regard to COVID in Shanghai and other large cities, which could result in you know additional lockdowns, that sort of thing. So not necessarily good news there. 
We do have a crop report tomorrow. This is the monthly crop production and WASD report. It will be out tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. Traders generally expect a smaller U.S. corn yield and production number versus last month. So the average trade guess for the corn yield is 171.8 nationally. That would be down from 172.5 last month. Uh, the soybean yield actually expected to rise just very marginally. 50.6 is the average trade guess for the national soybean yield, which would be up from 50.5 last month. Um, any item on the domestic or global balance sheet is eligible for a change in these monthly reports. Um, I'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. Cattle market was lower yesterday. Feeder cattle were sharply lower. Not a good trade at all. Uh, cash was steady to better even last week. Uh, I guess that you can blame this on recession fears as well. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is mixed to just marginally higher. The S&P is down 30. The Dow down 200. Stock market still under a lot of pressure here. Bonds are up a little bit. Gold's down three bucks. Crude oil down two dollars and nine cents at 87.75 in the December WTI. Have a great day today, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.